Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Getting physicians more involved in the revenue cycle at hospitals can be challenging, but their understanding and appreciation for how the revenue cycle operates and their role in it is critical for driving optimal reimbursement. To share strategies for how to engage physicians, I'm joined today by Dr. Tinu Tadese. Dr. Tadese serves as the Vice President of Clinical Informatics and Chief Medical Informatics Officer at Lake Health in Concord, Ohio. In her role as CMIO, Dr. Tadese advances strategies to use data from both the electronic medical record and other data sources to enhance patient experience and safety, support quality and process improvement initiatives, while optimizing Lake Health's payer reimbursement in fee-for-service and value-based contracts. She is certified by the Healthcare Financial Management Association and is a fellow of the American College of Healthcare Executives. Dr. Tadese, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mike. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you because this is a unique perspective uh, as you're a physician yourself and deeply involved in the revenue cycle at your hospital. I think you'll bring some very interesting perspectives to the audience. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? So um, just like you introduced, um, I'm a physician. I was trained in pediatrics and practiced that for for a few years. And then um, for a little bit, uh, I was at home raised in a family. And when I was ready to get back into the workforce, I decided to check out informatics. I got certified in informatics and then uh, joined um, Sona Corporation. And I was an executive there for a few years, uh, working with other healthcare leaders in the United States, helping them um, to stand up their electronic medical records and so on. And um, I also got into revenue cycle and I I became lead physician for revenue cycle at Cerner. Um, Two years ago, I I joined Lake Health um, System in Ohio. And since then, I've been the Chief Medical Informatics Officer. I guess my main passion is being able to connect the dots between uh, clinical practice, um, IT, and revenue. That's what really gets me excited in the morning. Well, that's great. And and what did get you interested in in the revenue cycle specifically? Um, You know, it's, I guess I'm the odd physician. I... When I traveled the United States um, in my previous role, um, I I started to realize how difficult it was for um, physicians to be able to translate their services to um, to just the reimbursement. We're so um, strong on on taking care of our patients uh, and making sure they are safe while they're in the hospital or within our care. Uh, we're even strong about population health, making sure people stay healthy and, and not even need the hospital. But I started to realize that there was a lag, there was a gap between those services being rendered and offered, most most of the time in an excellent way, and the reimbursement coming in into the health system or to the clinics and so on. 
So I, I, I dug further into that and I realized that it wasn't so hard <laughs> a subject really. And um, I thought, well, if a physician can go to medical school, they certainly can understand um, the principles, the bedrock of revenue um, or reimbursement to the health system. So I decided that I would devote myself to not just patient safety, but also making sure we're reimbursed um, appropriately for our services. And so I dug in, and that's what I've been doing for the last few years. I mean, reimbursement is so absolutely critical, particularly these days when there is such a contraction um, in in reimbursement for hospitals specifically. So um, great thoughts there. How has your role as the CMIO given you a seat at the table in revenue cycle at your organization? Um, if one thinks about the role of the CMIO, the Chief Medical Information Officer, um, there's, there are a few things we need to remember. Most likely that role means that you have done clinical practice one way or the other, maybe as a physician or a nurse practitioner. I, I am a physician and uh, I've done clinical practice for several years, so I understood the science of, of taking care of the patient. But also, I got into informatics, which really is the um, intersection between um, clinical informa- uh, clinical science, clinical practice, and, and IT. So we have to make sure we have documentation right. We have to design the systems right. But then those same systems um, that we design also are the bedrock for capturing the kind of quality of care we're delivering to our patients. And then um, in this case, it's also where you, you pull the data necessary to send to the pairs um, for um, reimbursement. So I sit at that intersection of maybe four main areas in, in healthcare, clinical practice, revenue, cycle, quality, and informatics. And so that gave me a, a seat at the table. I could speak to just about any of those aspects of, of healthcare, and then it helped me to get into the meetings, make sure I was able to represent my colleagues, but also make sure that I was able to transmit back what we were missing. And, I, 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 of course, I was able to get into the analytics of it, discover missing charges, and help um, optimize quality outcomes. So having the skills that just put me right where I needed to be in revenue cycle especially. Doctor, today saying, what practical ways do you see physicians getting involved in helping shore up the revenue of a healthcare organization? That's a, that's a great question. Um, so, typically, after working with revenue cycle, I guess specialists, I will call them all the way from uh, the chief financial officer, the VP of Rev Cycle, and then the foot soldiers who really make this work. I started to see. Um, a trend. Most of the time, the revenue cycle discussions would exclude physicians in particular. It would stay in that, um, in, in the jurisdiction, I would call it, of just the revenue cycle practitioners. So they would, it would stay between when we would receive a patient or schedule a patient um, for for services in our in our healthcare organization all the way to billing and then receiving reimbursement. And somewhere in that cycle, you would find um, a little, uh, uh, um, just a little reference to physicians doing what they need to do. 
But actually, the physician's work, and of course, nurses, if we were talking about nurses, is a foundation of what they could, uh, revenue cycle practitioners could actually bill to payers or even to patients. So if you think about it, a physician has to see the patient but then document what they found. Um, maybe while taking care of the patient, they have to talk about what the patient said. So we call that taking a history. And then we have to describe the, the, the signs we see in that patient. And then we have to make a judgment as to, okay, this is what we think the patient has. So diagnose the patient. All these little aspects of our documentation transmit back into a code that would eventually be reimbursed. Now, what I found out is many physicians do not understand just that connection. So if we want to bring our physicians into this conversation, we have to help them understand how that clinical encounter with a patient translates into documentation and then into a code that would um, eventually um, play into what we're reimbursed. So the role the physician plays is to document appropriately, that's one, and then, of course, to understand what really makes the bedrock of the reimbursement. Um, I'll leave it at that. We might be able to get it into it further. Well, and you have a, a very um, specific example um, from a project that you worked on in your emergency department there at Lake Health. Um, how did working with physicians help increase revenue capture in the ED in that specific example? Um, one of the things I found out is, at least in our, in our hospital, in our, all our hospitals and our emergency departments, um, most of our admissions, I'll say up to 70% of, of our admissions, if not up to 80, um, come through the emergency department. So when a patient shows up to our hospital, most of the time they come to the emergency room. Uh, emergency room physicians will take care of those patients, and then um, if appropriate, they would be admitted. So 80% or slightly less than that of our hospital admissions are really from um our our patients that show up in the ER. So it, it, it dawned on me that we needed to look at what was happening in our ER. Again, our ER physicians um, provide excellent care, but it does not necessarily mean that um, every aspect of that care is reimbursed. A lot of time, a lot of urgent um, assessments, and a lot of tests are done when the patients are there. So I decided I'm just going to dig in, look at what we're doing there. And I found out that we had several, several opportunities to capture um, a lot of the charges that could, uh, that was being generated from those services we were rendering. So I found out that in some specific instances, we had up to millions of dollars of charges we were not capturing. So I pulled together a team and I said, okay, let's find out what's really going on here. And I guess the main thing I found out, just, just the summary of it, was that physicians did not understand two things. They understood the care of the patient, patient would recover or will be admitted, but they did not understand two things. One, the documentation. Um, and the ED was, uh, was lacking most of the time. And if we pull back and think of the uh, emergency department, it is a very fast-paced environment, and the focus is emergent care. I have to triage this patient and give care immediately. 
no one is really thinking about did I put down this particular symptom that I put down this sign and um, from the patient well the less of that you capture the less um, you can charge or bill so what we did was we settled down and mapped out the the specific areas that we were losing all this um, reimbursement we found out for example that many of our physicians will order verbally in the urgency of the moment will urge order um, an, an EKG and the, 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 the nurse would go ahead and get that done and um, it will be documented but in the emergency room if you do not actually place the electronic order or paper order whichever order it is it will never be reimbursed so many times we found that our physicians were verbally telling the, the caregivers what to do but we're not writing it down or charting it in the patient's um, record. And so when we would submit this to our peers, we would not be reimbursed. The other thing we found out was that our nurses in, uh, would do those um, tasks, patients would get better, but they were too much um, in the moment and never reconciled. Okay, I did this test. Did I ever check if there was an order, written order given? And so that's, we started to lose a lot of the documentation of whether um, we needed a particular order, a particular test, we'll find that it's done. And every test, every study you do, of course, um, costs a lot of money, which ended up not being reimbursed. So we pulled all this together. We educated our physicians, and uh, we were able to recoup quite a lot of um, our loss charges. That's a great case study. Great, great, uh, great story there. Um, Dr. Tadesi, overall, what advice would you give to a CFO or hospital revenue cycle executive about how to engage their physicians? Well, the first thing I would say is um, to them, and I haven't sat on many of these committees over the years, is is to have one um, maybe give a little credit to the physician. Um, I think many... Um, revenue cycle leaders think that physicians will probably not grasp the um, the basics of revenue cycle. They would not understand how the various aspects of revenue cycle work. But I dare say that if they were able to go <laughs> through medical school, I'm sure they're smart enough um, to understand the, the this basic uh, principles. And so what I would say is, Find a way of educating your physicians. Uh, like in our health system, we're committed now to not just educate educating our physicians in the in the um, revenue cycle uh, principles. We actually um, are, are putting together a program for new hires, our new physicians that are hired, to make sure that they're adequately trained for the little traps that we found over the years where we, we, we lose a lot of our charges and money. And also, um, it might be helpful to work with your chief medical officer to, to create maybe in-service training, you know, once a year, just kind of remind them of those principles and help them remember um, how their services translate into reimbursement. Little things like that. And um, since I interact with other CMIOs around the country and, and CMOs, chief medical officers around the country, I'm starting to find out that 
um, little by little, um, these things are happening, education, education, education. And, and get your chief medical informatics officer involved if you do have one. I know not all health systems have that, but those who do, get them, give them a sit at the table, and they'll be able to help you um, translate um, this this documentation. They'll join you in documentation improvement projects, and, and then they'll be able to pull their colleagues in. That would be my counsel to them. Very sage advice. Dr. Today, say if someone wanted to find out more about you, where can they go? Well, of course, you can reach out to me at um, um, Lake Health. Um, Lake Health is um, an organization in um, this part of Cleveland in Ohio. And also, I do have a consulting company called Zoe Consults. And if you reach out to me at kinutadishi um, at zoeconsults.com, um, you'd be able to reach me. I do um, consult also in, in training physicians in helping them get into revenue cycle and do in-service training as well for um, other physicians and other health systems. Dr. Dase, thank you so much for coming by the podcast today and helping us all understand some strategies for engaging physicians around the revenue cycle. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. If you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the Hospital Finance Podcast, or if you'd like to be a guest, Drop us a line at update at Bessler.com. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.